What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. And welcome to the 107th episode of the podcast. Technically the 110th, but we're going to stick to 107th. <laughs> I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always is my good friend, <sighs> Wink. What's up, Wink? Tell me about how hot it is for the second time. So I will tell you again because it's this miserable. It's been 110 degrees. It's been hotter in Oklahoma than in Arizona. It's miserable. I've been outside all day. I'm exhausted. I'm sunburned. I'm tired. I'm drained. I'm ready for the weekend because it's going to be a little bit cooler. And more importantly, I am ready for episode 107-3 because I think we got our tech issues figured out. What's up with you? There's going to be there's going to be one <laughs> One amazing VOD uploaded to our Twitch channel that is just oh, yes. not episode 107. That's just all the technical difficulties. So if you really want to have a good laugh, go watch that one. Yes. This is the actual one where we're actually doing things. I am happy that it's not as hot here as it is there for once. We're not the hottest city. So that's good to know. Um, yeah. Now that we've recovered all the places we've already been, I want to talk about something Star Wars related. So why don't we do that? Yeah, why don't we do that? That's a great idea. So, Clone Wars was saved, and this is a huge, huge deal. And I know it's probably not that big of a deal for you because you still haven't watched it, but Mm. when Star Wars The Clone Wars ended, it just kind of ended abruptly with no (sighs) closing to the, the show, no real ending to the stories that were told even though kind of the whole series was told out of order in just kind of mini episodes if you were to go back there are websites out there that say how to watch it all in chronological order so you could watch it all in order and as we found out this week at san diego (laughs) comic-con yeah i know you're super excited for this but season then there is one more season of clone wars coming which will close out the story it's coming. It's a 12-episode season, and it's coming in the fall of 2019. So, I know you didn't watch the original Clone Wars, but did you watch the trailer for the new season? I watched about five seconds of it, and then I realized there were clones, and I lost interest. It's really weird how that happens. All I, I know is after this long, without seeing General Kenobi as a Clone War cartoon, seeing him in the trailer, I was super stoked because... That is my favorite Star Wars character, and another season with him in it is going to be awesome. Dude, that means Gerald Kenobi reworked 2019! 
That's what I'm saying. So this comes out in fall 2019. Start right? saving so those zetas. Got another year before this the the new season comes out, but um, there's been a lot of talk lately about what does this this news from Star Wars mean for the game, right? And so they had mentioned on Reddit interest in Clone War revisiting Clone War stuff later this year. We're get we're mid July now, so I mean the years doesn't have that much left, basically the half. So it wouldn't be that far from now if they did it, but. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that there's some kind of something planned? Be, there was something planned before this news came out that they they probably knew the news was there and planned for it ahead of time. A year out, I mean, they might have known, but it's a year from now, right? I mean, I'm saying this year they talked about Clone Wars, new Clone Wars revisiting revisiting Clone Wars oh, stuff okay. this year. Did you think that they knew this news was coming out and that kind of set them up for this year for those changes? I assume they get information. Well, I mean, it, this year's the 10-year anniversary, so I think that that was part of the reason people is it really? that this was also happening. Yes. So. Wow. This is actually really good because uh, this gives me more than an entire year to finally watch it. I'm really hoping I get super bored this winter and I can just smash through Rebels and Clone Wars, you know, and, you know, watch a bunch of stuff I don't care about. That way, uh, I'll know. Actually, I'm kidding. I am actually kind of excited to finally watch the show, to be perfectly honest. Um, I do actually want to see it. I just don't have time to actually watch it. So, uh, hopefully, giving me a year, maybe I'll actually be up to date by the time this actually starts next year. That's my goal. I say, I, I can definitely say without a shadow of a doubt that the clone wars cartoon to me is almost as good as the movies just to watch them through because yeah. the stories are so good there's so much there's so many different characters and it's just so good i'm super stoked for this and tv but, shows uh, there's a lot you can do just because the amount of time you have and everything it, it does give you a lot of options so that's that's cool uh, all right, so um, anything else you want to say about the Clone Wars? I can't wait for anything. So Yay. All right. I'm super stoked. Cool. Um, something I'm excited about is Tuesday, was it July 24th, I believe? Thrawn Alliances, the book! Yay! Uh, so I'm going to have to make that <laughs> Discord server I was talking about in, you know, in our or the specific chat in our Discord server, discord.me slash order. We're going to make a little spot in there where we're going to talk about Thrawn Alliances. Yay! And uh, if you want your free Thrawn book, free, just go to audibletrial.com slash order. click the link on the website, shatteredorder.com, and you can go get Thrawn Alliances for free with your 30-day trial of Audible. And something else... Audible, uh, if you're an Amazon Prime member, Audible has a pretty cool thing going from now until the end of July is your first three months of Audible is only $4.95 each. So that is actually a really, really awesome idea or deal, I should say. So go check that out if you're interested. They so many great audiobooks, the Thrawn books, and uh, lots of lots of Star Wars options on there. So I am pumped about that. 
something else. Uh, I would like to give a shout out to our new patrons for the month of July. Um, uh, ben and Z, First Order Wookie, Ruskis, and you, you ready for me to butcher your name? Quoth? Kvoth? Cable? I don't know. Uh, but we're going to be doing a roster review here pretty soon, so you can actually tell me how the name is pronounced. That's going to be so exciting. I can't wait. Dude, so there'll be a new the roster best was review that, posted here pretty soon. The best was that you said it right the first time and then went on to say a bunch of wrong ones. Yeah, well, I thought that's how you <laughs> pronounce it, but I had to throw a couple bad ones in there, too. Um, Cable so. is always acceptable. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, that is pretty much the gist of that. Now, let's go to... Hey, guys. What did you do in Swoga this week? This week in Swaga! This this week in Swaga, things happened and not, stuff. Not a, yeah, not a whole lot. So... What the the I guess the big thing that happened for me this week was hey I made another video and guess what there was controversy oh woo lots of fun um if you didn't see it I <laughs> even made I'm controversial on this oh really I okay, must say interesting all right so uh I made a video regarding just the kind of whole the whole mod situation and slicing and what slicing means for mods. And the whole thing about mods upgrading and the statistical advantage that you get by upgrading green and blue mods now to take advantage of the guaranteed proc prior to slicing them. Because when slicing comes out, they get re-rolled essentially back to the original color that they were when they were level 1. Which means if you take advantage of the guaranteed proc on something like a good secondary like speed or offense, you're going to have a bit of an advantage there. And that was kind of the idea of the video. And oh man, some people did not like it, but you know, Hey, whatever. Well, you know, I go ahead. The only controversy I see with it is we're operating on, I'd say probably 80% of the actual information. So That's my only true. problem is if it's if it's not what we've said and we misled people, I'll feel bad about that. But so I do feel the I do feel the information that we do have uh is good enough to say that these things are true. The only thing I think that would make it wrong would be somehow they rolled back the stats on these bonuses because but then they it would ruin your mods because you'd have to yes. re-roll them, you know. I so I don't know what they would do. Like there are options. Like you could make it to where one of the rolls, like it can't possibly roll onto that other thing. But then you're gonna have to display that in a way that's not misleading to people because of we we have this whole system of the way mods work. Like it would be incredibly misleading to change that. I kind of. I mean, I assume that this is going to be like the whole pre-crafting thing. Like, if you knew about it, there was a window of advantage. You can take that or not. And yeah, I completely agree. The only thing I, the only thing I see happening that would put a huge wrench in your video and the spokes is if, let's say, you have 
a gold mod already. Um, and they mentioned this in the update this week. So mm-hmm. um, let's say you have a gold mod. You've already updated it to 15. It's already had four. Um, well, let's say four. green mod, not green. Let's use a better example here. Let's say a purple mod. You've leveled it to 15. It's already had its four, its three updates and 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 added the last stat. I would assume you'll only be able to splice it once at that point, right? Yes. So, green... I just talked myself out. I, I think I completely agree with what you said. Now I, I don't uh, because I really if it's because you're because you're you're basically the gist of your video was if it's green or if it's a, let's say blue blue is probably the best right now for a speed mod. You yes. have a, the best chance of getting two speed procs. So you got two speed procs on that now. Mm-hmm. Before you even try to slice, it's going to show you the other two. Well. According to what they've said, we should be able to see the stats before we start splicing, right? Decide whether we want to do it. So the idea basically here is now you have two more chances for that speed to proc again, rather yep. than seeing all four stats with and then having all of them equal chances to proc. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, it's like saying, you I, know... I that, completely understand There's a that. certain event that you want to happen four times... You're just being given in sh- an increased chance of it happening on a couple times. Like, that increases the chances. And on the green and blue mods, it actually quadruples the chance of getting the same secondary stat to proc all four times. Uh, all that math and everything I've laid out on the website, shatteredorder.com slash mods. That's kind of going to be Mod Central. So if you ever have a question about mods, go there. Uh, I've kind of figured out what the maximum stats are. Uh, you know, secondaries, it's all kind of rough information. There are notes and everything on there, but that's kind of going to be my the new page on the website that shows everything for mods, and I'm kind of going to keep that updated. When there's an update, I'll change it and try to keep that as up-to-date as possible because I think it's a pretty good resource because mods are awesome. And, yeah, so you can go check out and see exactly how much of an advantage you get with blue, green, or purple mods. And something else was, I I think it was Crumb that said something on either the forums or Reddit that was talking about how gold mods are going to be, they're still going to be the best mods after the change. And, you know, I mean, I don't doubt that, but I still don't think that gold mods after the change are going to be better than green or blue mods currently if you then slice them. And... The big question is, what's it going to cost to slice mods? That that's the thing we don't know. That is and, the main yes question because and I was clear about this in the video. If you if you've watched yeah. it, I mean, I put that note in there. Like I've I tried to be as transparent as possible. That hey, you know, all this stuff is possible. We don't know what's going to happen, but statistically, if you're trying to increase your chances as much as possible, you should be upgrading green and blue mods. I'd say if you watch any video on YouTube about this game, you should take it for what it is. Because with mods in the game, your tunes may be different than other people's. You may not see the same results as other people, depending on how you mod them, what you do with them, what Zetas you have. So you just, you always got to think that, you know, this could be good for you or it could not work at all, you know? So, yep. 
And uh, I don't know so how we got as, to this from what you were talking about, but mod well, slicing. So it's going to yeah. be a thing forever. Yep. And uh, so uh, Drew Nuts posted a comment in the live chat uh, saying, isn't it materials from mod battles and probably credits? That's what we're assuming. So there'll probably be some credit aspect to it. And then there will be a new salvage to it, which will be in the the rarely used mod battles. And so there will actually be a reason for doing those. So you'll get to choose between new mods or being able to upgrade your old mods. And you can spend your resources one of those two ways. So I think that's... I think it's going to be pretty cool. I'm kind of excited, uh, especially for us longer time players that will be able to go back and up some of these mods we've been holding on to and everything. So the other thing that I did this week... I've been using Jedi and Arena. Yay. I'm digging my Jedi in Arena. Uh, They've been doing spectacular. I dropped to 12th in Arena yesterday. It was so exciting. So I'm like, man, this is going to make Friday so much easier. And I get on my phone and I'm at 28th. Um, Apparently, everyone has figured (laughs) out that if you go with Treya lead, Scion, Darth Nihilus, uh, Thrawn, and Sith Trooper it is rough for the Jedi because the Jedi just gain so many buffs. They get the offense down from Treya's leader ability. She has the crit immunity. And it's just, it's so hard to get through Sith Trooper. Uh, I I was running Thrawn with my Jedi so that I could fracture him. And it, it makes things a lot easier. But it's still just not, it still don't do great on defense. Uh, so all in all, Basilishan is um she completely wrecks Emperor Palpatine leads. If you have an issue with those, she she's she's your girl. Uh, you know, settle up that pony and ride it. But as far as going against Treya, Treya ain't going anywhere. Like uh, that leader ability just really crushes what the Jedi like to do. And I'm you know. They can they can obviously win, but it becomes exponentially more difficult, especially when Sith Trooper or Nest get involved. Nest, love my nest. Ugh, Whoa. makes everything makes everything better. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I've been running Jedi on my alt, and I listen to this. I am a stun gun away. From a gear eleven Zeta'd three star Bastulashan. Yeah, say that again. <laughs> I'm a stun gun away from a gear eleven Zeta'd leadership Bastulashan. Wow. Because so close. she just makes it so much better for the uh for my Jedi team as far as not falling from oh, fifty yeah. to hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, she's the best. Even at three stars, leader. man. Three yeah. stars. I well, mean, it's, it's, and that's that leadership thing. ability just makes her completely relevant. 100%. Crazy. Like, she doesn't even need to be good. You could probably leave her at level one and she, the team would still be fine. Um, she has some good abilities, like the one that calls in and gives all the buffs. She has a stun. She, her kit's really good, but it's the leader ability that's just ridiculous against these debuff center teams. Yeah, for sure. It's it's amazing to watch Palpatine try to stun everyone and just the look of sadness I would appear would think would appear on his face when everyone just shrugged it off, you know. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> so, uh, what else for you this week? You you have like a whole list of stuff. Like this has been a busy week for you. It's not so much, but I just kind of found some things that I've been thinking about this week to kind of go over. So okay. I finished getting I finished getting Trey complete. Well, it's still your turn before I start. If you want to finish whatever you had, I see your your the hamster is running in your brain. Yes. All right. What so, do you got? Uh, I finally, I think it was last weekend, broke the five million mark in phase two. I cheated a little bit, not a whole lot. Um, I got in with like one and a quarter percent left in phase one. So I had, you know, a little bit of that runway going into phase two and that damage, but I ended up getting just over 5.2 million with my um, uh, Boba, Thra- Boba Lead, Thrawn, Sabine, Hermit Yoda, and Wampa team. Very exciting. So I'm just That's looking. It. If we want to talk about little cheating, I'm not sure. One point something percent of phase one. Is about probably six hundred, five hundred thousand. So, okay, that's not bad. Just enough to push you over that five million threshold. That's all I needed from your last. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know, but I- you didn't get it in phase two. So the challenge is, all phase two, can you do it? Five million. But I believe in you. Here's the thing: if I just show you the screenshot, you're none the wiser. So y'all should just be thankful that. I'm being so honest here on the podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> well, never have I felt so honored <laughs> by my by my co-host's words. <laughs> uh, all right, carry on into your week. So my week, I finished Treya. I finally got all her four pieces on gear 11. She's ready to go to gear 12 now when uh when I get her to 7 stars. But that left me in a spot where I had literally no plans after her for what I was going to gear. So I had to make a decision, and I made an odd one. But if you know me, you know I always make odd decisions because my gam guards gear 11. You know, I when people said Hermit Yoda was the guy to get, I saved all my credit, all my currency and bought wampa to seven star outright you know things like this i just do weird stuff anyways so that's true the choice was between leveling sith assassin who i just seven starred for fun because all my sith are good geared and maybe he'd fit in somewhere with them or starting to level all of my ewoks and uh i have decided that i am going to level see i enjoy playing the game the way I like to with fun teams and things of that sort. And so I've decided I'm going to gear all my Ewoks to at least gear 11, maybe even gear 12, probably throw some Zetas on them, make them a, just a, one of those fun teams to play. And that is my current, um, focus for gearing. Granted, they're not good in really in the raids that much. I mean, they can get some okay scores, just like every other synergy team, but uh, they're good in territory wars. I'm down for that. Uh, light side territory battles, I can use. That's an, just another team I can use if I got to throw main people from other teams into platoons. 
just it it'll work out all right. But it, I they are so fun to play. But all of mine are with within gear eight to gear ten somewhere in there. So yeah, mine are the same. That way. is what I decided to do this week. And the only other choice I had was Jedi, but. The reason I had two accounts in the first place was to do one thing on one account and another on the other. And since I play all Jedi on my alt account, I decided to just go Ewoks. So it's going to be interesting. So stick with me and you will find out just how the Ewok uh, thing thing goes. But For, uh, First Order Wookiee asked a really good question. Uh, or no, sorry, it's Gorsag. Uh, which five are you going with? So the five I'm going with are Chirpa Lead, Wicket, Paplu, Low Gray, and um, Ewok Elder. So I'm leaving out Tebow and Ewok Scout. That's my plan. I think Ooh. that's the most uh, common team. I don't think people uh, Tebow. I don't think Tebow's used, and Ewok Scout. I don't think is used. So I mean, that's the way I'm going. But here's I the like thing, Scout. right? We got he's awesome. We got Chaka in our guild who has Gear Twelve Ewoks. So if I if I'm if I'm mistaken, he can either tell me after listening, or I might even just go to him beforehand. So we will see. Not but, a bad strategy. I just love Wicket. That dude is so fun to play with. He's awesome. Like, it's it's kind of like the way that what they did with Greedo, where you know you can. There's a possibility of just shooting forever. You know. Yep. Man, I, it's so fun to watch Wicket go for three or more shots straight, and yep. then get a. You know, it's great. It's fun. Yeah. So. You know what my favorite thing about the indoor escalation event is? Zetas. Yeah, I don't care about the Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, well, you had to care about them to get Wicket, so there was that. That's fair, that's fair. Can't disagree but. there. <laughs> and they're so cuddly. Um, let's see, what else? Noah. Arena Pangs. I got some Arena Pangs. Now that I'm able to fight up in the top of the arena, I have Uh-oh. started to learn and understand some <laughs> of the more annoying things that happen when you're up there. Like today, starting at 27, hitting 21, waiting eight minutes, going back and finding myself back at 27. (laughs) So hitting 21 again and waiting eight minutes, going back and finding myself at 27 to a guy that my arena shard knows is in an Asian payout and has like five hours till he's fighting. I was... So annoyed. It's yep. like so it's the worst. I finished at twenty-seven today. My worst payout like of the week. I was wow. so annoyed. Nice. So I mean if yeah, that's next your time worst I fight him, week. I'm adding him as an ally and asking him, What are you doing, bro? Like, come on. No, this you just ridiculous. ask you just ask him when his payout is and then get revenge. Uh, well, that would well. Okay, so I work nights. That wouldn't be hard. <laughs> you think you're onto something? I'm a fine villain. Dude, fingers lock him out like crazy. Not, not a bad strategy. I like it. Oh, so annoying. So yeah, I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm starting. I love the arena now. Mm. You've converted me. Now I'm finding all the little intricacies that I hate 
and uh, that's where we're at. So that's very exciting. Good um, to know. Yeah. Um, oh, and another one. Someone that used to be an arena shard that isn't now and doesn't like arena shard will do that to us all the time. He's also Asian payout. He's hitting me too. Go figure. Love it. I'm like, dude, I wasn't in there long. You don't know me. Guilty by association, apparently. Nice. It's okay. He runs CLS lead still, so it's not, anytime I see him, I attack him. <laughs> like, ooh, easy pickings. Yeah. I, Anyways. I've got a few of those, those like all-time list enemies that you just like to drop, <laughs> just hoping it irritates them. Yeah, it's the best. Oh, random thing, too. I got a, te- sure. I got a Discord message this week from someone in the order ooh. that saw me up in the top of their arena shard and was like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't that. realize that you were even in my arena shard. <laughs> I'm like, well, hey, dude, get up here, because uh, the more the merrier of people I know, so yeah, let's do that. Nice. But uh, last thing, I almost have another Zeta, so I spent six last week. I almost have another one already. Ooh. I think I'm about four away from another one. So I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, do I want to put it on the Ewoks? Am I totally sold on doing that yet? That's where it's at now, but there's other options. You tell me where you think it would be best served. So I also, okay. my other idea was RJT. I have RJT's leader, but no other Zetas there. I was thinking the Foresight uh, Zeta. I don't know how much that gives you in the raid as far as um, survivability. Okay. Well, that was an option. Cruise leader. I have Cruise unique. I don't have his leader. I know his leader is what really makes him good in Territory Wars, so that's always been one that I've thought about, just didn't do because I was waiting on the Sith. And then the other one is my Night Sisters have none, but they're all gear 11. Uh, Zombies still five stars, trying to get him to seven stars, but I know I'm going to have to start zading my Night Sisters soon, so it's between all those. I got to pick one, but I'm almost there. Uh, okay, Elton so chirp a lead. <laughs> um, That's the leading guy right now. I'm gonna say not Ewoks. I think uh, so. Uh, for your question on the foresight one for RJT, if you're using RJT in phase one, then great. It's not a bad idea. Um, I do think you either need that or BB-8's heal ability. What's great about the RJT one is you can always use her. Let her be the one that gets, uh, you know, unbreakable will. She gets annihilated, and she will. Just like that, she will have all of her health and protection back because of that Zeta. The because you know, when she loses foresight, she heals, I think it's eight percent health and protection, and it is absolutely awesome for that raid. Um, you know, it just it really does allow her to heal back up really quickly. And you can also use R2 stealth, like select her, you know, that additionally gives her foresight, which she always has anyway, but it forces them to attack her, which actually ends up healing her quite a bit. So I do think that is a very good option if you find that would be helpful. And the other one, I would say, you don't have any on Night Sisters at this point? Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I just put them all on my Sith. Oh. All on the Sith. I wasn't going to um, waste them on Night Sisters when the Night Sisters weren't going in my arena. That's that Okay, thing. that's totally fair. Um, but they are really good. Asajj... The only two you really have to have for like the phase four team is the two on Asajj, leader and her unique. Um, actually, her leader is absolutely required. Her unique is required to get huge damage, but you could do it without the unique. You wouldn't want to. But uh, it's 
it is a really good team. I would highly suggest Asajj because, you know, she's, she's pretty awesome. And it's it's a lot of fun to run. Uh, you know, Mother Towson and Daka, both those Zetas do help. But as I've talked about in previous episodes, you can mod your way around Daka's Zeta, which has been incredibly effective for me. And Mother Towson just don't really need one because... If you kind of play the heels right and everything, everybody's gaining so much turn meter anyway, there's very few empty spots without turn meter. I mean, it's just kind of more of an insurance policy than anything. Kind of same with DACA's. You don't need it. I like these. This is good feedback. Good feedback because, I, as you know, I hold on to Zetas like gold and hoard them like crazy. Because I can't make good decisions. So, dude, this dude, is good stuff to think about. New segment idea Zeta or not to Zeta. We got people call in, <laughs> call the voicemail, asking who you should Zeta, and we can go through and lay out the benefits to a pros and cons list, just kind of like what I did there. And that, I think that would be a lot of fun. It could be a really quick segment, five, 10 minutes, boom, knock it out, done. And that would be really helpful for people. Test run. Test run. Call Ray in. Scavenger. Ray, Scavenger Ray. Do I Zeta? Hmm. Have you Zeta'd everyone else in the game? Yes or no? <laughs> yeah. No? No? Then the answer is no. Yeah. All right. That was, that was easy. Great. This is great. <laughs> I think this is going places. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's it for me for that. But there was, we really should get into this this update because it's it it was it wasn't big, but it did have some big news in it. So that is true. So, so come on, you can do it. Me or the internet or the computer? I don't know. Are you Technology? hitting the soundboard? Am Oh my god, what a great idea. <laughs> Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. I, I forgot what I'm doing here, I have no idea. I will never not put you on the spot, how's that? <laughs> and I will I, sit and wait for you to hit buttons. That's Yeah, yes, I know. You, you it's like, oh my god, there's a bus just shove wink out there and <laughs> yes, I, exactly. I, I, I usually don't realize until the bus is there and it's not good. <sighs> so tell us about this lovely update. I'm pretty excited because, you know, mods. Well, there's literally nothing to there's nothing in this to not be excited about from the first point perspective, and that is mod leveling cost reduction. Didn't see this coming. Super excited about it because, hey, you can now level four mods to 15 for the same price as you could have two if there were five dots. So instead Say of it, with a million credits... So if you have a million credits, you can now level four mods to... Uh, to level 15, as opposed to just doing two. Oh. So let me run down these costs real fast. I'm only going to do four and five because those are the the in-game ones that most people spend credits on. All of them across the board got reductions. There is a nice little, it looks like an Excel spreadsheet that was thrown into the update to kind of show you what the costs are. It's a nice little picture of what you're going to see going forward. 
But 4.mods before to level 215 was 250k. 250. Keep that number in mind. 4.mod to 15 was 250k. The new cost to 15 for a 4.mod is 128k. That is nothing. That was a 3.mod to 15 before. Or actually, that was less than a 3.mod. So, 5.mods. Well, it used to be 486k credits to get to level 15 is now 248k for a 5 dot mod to fit level 15. That number I said for 4 dot mods to keep track of before 250k. A 5 star to 15 is 2k less than 4 star even used to be. So, these these reductions are great. Um, they're gonna get give you the chance to play a little bit more with a mod that you weren't crazy about. Let's say you weren't sure if you wanted to even try it. It doesn't cost as much now. Maybe you'll want to do it now. Like maybe it doesn't have secondary speed, but it has a offense on it, and you want to try for the offense, or it has any other stat that you like, and you want to try for it. So you now have that option so that is really awesome um you have a friend over there i see yeah beagle squadron wanted to say hi this is the ringleader of the whole squadron this is raji he's a he's a nightmare so if you're on the live stream you can see uh the the troublemaker of the beagle squadron beagle squadron all over the place yeah (laughs) they've been pestering me all the whole time we've been podcasting. No idea what they're doing. <laughs> it's like their job. It's what do you think of much. these changes for mods? I'm a huge fan. Uh, this is... I mean, this is great. It's... It kind of seems... They're doing something. There's some sort of goal, some sort of something. I don't know. But then again, I kind of thought the same thing. Whenever they started making mods more accessible by making them drop on, you know, every attempt from the, uh, you know, mod battle or mod whatever the mod challenges and now they're decreasing the cost which is absolutely spectacular it kind of seems like they're trying to with this and slicing slicing is either going to be expensive to make up for this difference which i'm expecting and i think that could be the big benefit of gold mods is you save a ton of currency which is okay makes sense uh but I am, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see where they're going because I think there's a plan. I, it kind of seems like they're trying to make mods more accessible to people because of how important they are. It's kind of like you need, you need a big range of them. And there are, of course, people speculating that there might be six and seven dot mods coming at some point. I think they, um, I think they, that I could see that happening. I don't know. Well, I hope so. Um, we, we, I mean, we, we know they're doing other changes. They mentioned that they're going to be redoing some of the set bonuses and, you know, redoing some of the stats to actually make them more useful so that speed isn't, like, the only thing that matters. And I'm really excited to see what they do. They're, it kind of seems like that's going to be the next shift in the game is a complete kind of mod overhaul, but they're kind of doing it in steps to let us get accustomed to it, which is probably a good idea. And 
I think it's probably going to make mods more accessible and it could create a lot more strategy with how you use mods, which I would absolutely love. Yeah, I think the worst way to to bungle this would be to try to make mods more acceptable or accessible and then suddenly throw in six-star mods that were a million credits to up, upgrade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Suddenly, now you have these other good mods and you can't upgrade them. So at this... If this were to progress the way the old mods did, now, um, so now six star mods would be the price that five star used to be, basically. So yeah, I could see that happening. Not a bad deal in that case because you're already used to that price. If that's what it was on the new mods, if they ever came out, because that's all speculation, but. If they do come out, I would assume that that would be the price. I don't know. But yeah, there's got to be a reason they reduced it, right? Besides just making them more accessible. I don't remember what the exact wording on their post was, but they're cheaper. So I will take cheaper. Well, and that's the other thing that's kind of interesting is they're reducing the cost of mods. They're also giving us mod loadouts, which just makes it easier to move mods. So you don't technically need as many mods. So, I don't know. It's it's all very interesting, to say the least. A little bit fishy, maybe. We'll see. Wish that I had... Yes. Wish I knew. That'd be awesome. Me too. Mod bug fix. Oh, I, this is the way I worded this. The mod bug fix... Oh, my God. It's a mouthful. Ready? Here we go. Try number two. The mod bug fix bug. <laughs> this happened yesterday... And this morning, everyone found out some fantastic things for some, terrible for others. So, apparently some mods affecting a small amount of players were not granted the correct amount of upgrades while leveling. So, there was a small group a grouping of players in the game where they upgraded, let's say they had a, a gold mod, they upgraded it, and it only got three of the four upgrades. And they were finding enough of these problems with mods all over the place that they decided to put a bug fix in to add another proc to all of these mods to bring them up to where they're supposed to be. So that is what the patch yesterday was for. It was to these mods, these fifteen level 15 mods that only had three procs on them, to give them their fourth proc. Um, here's the problem. And what they said was, for all these mods that had this problem that were level 15, they were going to proc one randomly one of the four um, secondary stats on that mod um, to bring it up. Well, what obviously what most people saw, because I doubt people knew what their offense was on a mod or what their crit chance on this mod was, or this, what pretty much everyone saw with this this bug fix was suddenly they had more speed on their secondaries than they did before. Now, for example, the, yeah. I know a guy who, after this happened yesterday, now has 18, 18 mods over 18 speed. Like, he, That's he went of off all day today talking about... I I have I found this on this I found this on Vandor Chewbacca I didn't know that existed I found this on Akbar I found this like 
literally found all these mods that he did not have before because of this bug fix. Now, um, they've since then said that they now realize that some of these mods might have gone wonky with this change, and they're going to investigate it and give out more information on Monday. Which means for everyone that got these super awesome mods this whole weekend is now the time to shoot up to the top of your arena and take your level one placings because those mods are there now use them to their full advantage because it's just crazy i I mean i looked at my mods today nothing seemed to have changed speed wise any other stat i would not even notice but uh yeah some people got uh, a lot of crazy upgraded speeds this today it have is, you noticed anything with yours? I have not. I am actually uh, going to Swagaga right now, and I am checking. I did not realize I had so many mods with, like, 14 and 15 secondary speed. God, I have a lot of mods. Of course, you know, I farm a lot of mods, but... I'm, I'm, you know why I have those a lot in that range? Why? And it probably... Maybe why you do. I don't know. It depends on what they're... they're set is i have a ton of health mods in the range of 12 to 15 speed and that is because a lot of events give away blue health mods which 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 have speed on them so you have that really good chance of procking the speed and that's how i always get those mid-teen speed mods and they're almost always health for me yep that's a good point i'm in the same spot that's why I love those events because if they have speed on them, I know there's a good chance they're going to be good. Yep. So, oh, yeah. I gotta tell you about this mod. I, I'm on here looking, see if I got like, see if I had a mod with speed or offense that got upgraded heavily, and I just saw a mod that uh, I got last week that was so awesome. I was very excited. It's actually on Ezra right now, who's in my arena team. It is a crit damage arrow that's. Uh, 30 speed arrow that has 139 secondary offense with 0.9% offense as well. So that thing is that thing is so good for attackers. I love it. <laughs> that is pretty good. Heck yeah. I'm sorry I uh I got distracted by Discord. Dagobah Discord is memeing me. It's good times. Anyways, um You deserve it. <laughs> yes. There you go. But, uh, so let's talk about the other part, which kind of makes me think about your video you posted this week, right? So, they also acknowledged that there were mods out there that procced more than four times. So. That sounds That nice. means, yeah, imagine you having that one. But, basically what they said is if they procced more than four times, they're not going to take that away so if you are using a mod that had procced speed four times and another stat once they're not going to take that one stat or one out of your speed they're going to leave it the way it is and what they said was if you slice the mod it will not upgrade so what you're going to see and we've seen this in the road ahead post is basically when you're going to slice it'll say which ones have upgraded if you see four different upgrades on your stats already do not slice it because you know for a fact that it's not going to upgrade a fourth, a fifth time, Excellent or a point. sixth time even. 
And so there's a chance that you may have some mods that you may not even realize that that happened with. Like, you know, if, say, it has, say, 18 or 20 speed or something, you may slice it and it won't go up because, you know, one of the other stats went up or something along those lines. Yeah, exactly. So what we've seen from the Rota head post is a picture of when slicing is there. It'll show on the far right a, a number in brackets, and that'll tell you how many times that secondary stat was updated. Uh-huh. If you see... Over five or over four updates in those side stats. Don't even bother slicing it. Nothing is going to change. You'll waste your resources, whatever. So just leave it. If it, Unless you're a completionist and you need it to be gold, even though it's not going to do anything for it, just leave it purple or whatever color it is because it's not going to change anything. So yeah. I thought that was a nice little PSA for that part of what the, the message said in the update this week. That if that has already been updated, don't bother slicing it. You won't get anything out of it. If it bothers you, it's purple. Too bad. It'll be just a waste of resources to change the color. So, But just an interesting, weird thing that went on with mods this week. Um, but another interesting thing from this update is that we now found out that the mod update is actually scheduled for next week. So hopefully, I assume from what they said, all these mod changes are happening next week sometime so we should see yes. the all the mod changes to colors uh, actually that 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 makes an interesting thought they said they were going to change the colors before they changed the mod uh, system so next week might be the mod color change mm-hmm. and then within another week or two probably the uh, loadouts and the other stuff yeah because they so. won't give us a chance to get used to it i'm kind of excited to see how many like green and blue mods are actually on my arena team because I bet there's a, I bet there's a pretty good number of them. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. I know for me, for a fact, for me, I do have a lot of health, uh, fourteen and fifteen speed mods oh, yep. on some of my uh, my members. So I know I'll see a, a good chunk of blues there. So it'll be interesting to just. It's just gonna be weird. Whenever I see a tune Very. now with weird like colored mods, it's like I need to upgrade this or you know whatever. So it's going to be interesting, and it'll definitely get used to. You're going to have a uh, a Skittles rainbow on a lot of characters <laughs> and wonder why. That's just the way it is now. So yep, whether you like it or not, that's what's coming. So get ready, but it's coming next week. So whether or not we get splicing and an updated mod battles next week, that's to be seen, but for sure we should be getting the color change on mods next week. Cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And yeah, so that was it for the update. It was just basically about mods, but um let's we I asked to all our our Twitch subs and our Patreon subs to kind of throw out some ideas for this week's episode, see anything they wanted to hear about. And we got some good ideas. Um, uh, Chewbacca, I'm sorry, I cannot come up with a full character kit and <laughs> lore and story for a character in five hours. I'm just too far in depth for that. That might have to come at a later date, but I really do like that idea. I so have an idea we'll, for we'll, it, too. Perfect. Maybe we'll do that next week or the week after, but... We skipped that one. There's a couple others that we did not uh, get to get to on this episode, so we'll, we'll be looking at that stuff. It's fun to ask you guys for your ideas, so it pays to be a uh, Patreon or Twitch sub. But well, yeah, we got three 
you get access to those awesome roster reviews if you're a Patreon. Like, go to patreon.com slash shattered order and, you know, give us money and you we let you listen to the roster reviews. And I'll be honest, like, it don't matter what you pay on Patreon, you get to listen to the roster reviews. That is a fantastic investment because they're spectacular. I mean, they're... they're well, I mean, even if it's not your roster, right? Yeah. They, well, oh, yeah. You're making fun, but there are... I have watched roster reviews from other game changers and yours and taken the things said about other people's rosters that still can't apply to my own to heart. So, I mean, whether or not it's yours being seen or talked about, you can still get stuff out of those, you know, so... Um, but anyways, topics that we got. So the first one we want to talk about is whoa, team modding. Whoa, whoa. I didn't know if you had a sounder. The- hey oh. boys, do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So, uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> All right. All right. So first First topic of discussion. We've got two good topics, and then we have one that's just kind of a question that we'll go over real quick, and then we'll move on from there. But the first one is team modding, and I wrote down a few notes here. Um, I'm sure Wink will have other ideas besides what's put here, but I'm going to put down, I'm going to talk about what I wrote down, and I'll let us expand from that on ideas of what we're talking about, all right? So first thing, team modding. We all know speed is king, right? Maybe in the arena, maybe that's not the case everywhere else. So my point was, speed is king, but is it important for your team? Here's a couple of examples where it's not as important. For one, resistance trooper in a RJT team or in a uh, under Zeta Finn, or even even Zeta Finn teams. The only real t- person you need to have fast there is uh, some is Poe to get his exposes out and someone to pop them so that you can start feeding your team turn meter, you know. Uh, another one is Wampa. Uh, in Arena, you probably want him faster just because in Arena you want people fast. But it, Wampa, as far as it goes, his if he's not debuffed, he's gaining 20% turn meter every time he goes. Mm-hmm. Not to mention when he uses his second special, he's gaining it for everyone that's dead on uh, your team. I believe it's your team or the other team. So there's... There are ways to work around speed on teams. And if yes. you know your team well, you know whether or not you even need to worry about putting your best speed mods on those characters. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, and that's actually a really good point. Something that we don't ever get to talk a lot about. But speed, for example, there are a lot of characters where you know the kind of law of diminishing returns takes hold. And Wampa, for example, like what you're talking about is... You know, he gains a t- the turn meter on the basic. He gains turn meter on, uh, which special is it? The um, the one where he gets the stacking offense, like, per uh, per enemy and defeated ally or something. He gains turn meter. and That's a furious foe. Yes. And, you know, speed becomes less important on those characters, especially stacking offense, because you want the stacking offense. But... Just specifically talking about characters that gain a lot of speed. I was talking to somebody about this, like uh, with, oh my god, what's it? Young Han, for example. He gains a lot of speed off his unique ability. Or mm-hmm. maybe it's, 
I, I don't remember if it's actually a special, but it ends up, you know, he ends up gaining a lot of speed through his abilities, and so speed becomes way less important on him. Plus, he has the stacking offense, so it's one of those things that whenever you have a character like that, speed becomes less important because the more turn meter that's getting filled up, especially percentage turn meter abilities, like whatever percentage of turn meter they're gaining at times, that percentage of speed that you add is basically being diminished. And speed's still useful, but if they're gaining, you know, percent turn meter, there might be something more useful you can actually do with them. Yep, for sure. Totally agree. Um, the uh, the second one I had, unless you you still had speed stuff to talk about. Uh, not necessarily speed, but just kind of like uh, resistance trooper, just kind of on that same deal, like with, you know, maxing characters with offense, you know, just depending on how your team works. I know people generally think about things in the arena, which, yeah, speed is incredibly important, but it's not always the most important thing, although it a lot of times is uh you still want characters that hit hard um something i was actually thinking about the other day with this whole jedi team versus trey lead thing is grandmaster yoda he doesn't really get affected because of how often he goes like even if he gains buffs it's not gonna affect him very long because of how much turn meter he gains ezra on the other hand before he goes he gains a buff just about every time so He's, you know, his offense really gets reduced and he becomes so much less useful because of kind of how slow he is. But there's not really a whole lot you can do. Making him a lot faster isn't going to do anything because, you know, it's the little guy swinging the the green lightsaber that's getting all the turn meter and giving all the buffs. So he just kind of stays buffed and that works into Treya's hands. So, you know, maybe just letting him be slower and just making his attacks hit as hard as possible might not be a bad, bad strategy. I don't know. That was just a hey, well, thought you, I had. You know, you know, I am not, no stranger to the slowing characters down strategy because you, back in the early days of this podcast, me and you had the whole arg, not the argument, but Han. Yep. the one, the one side and the other side of the stormtrooper Han debate where I wanted him as slow as possible so that he was, always gaining turn meter for my entire team. Yep. And you want him faster so that when he, when he was, when he taunts, he takes away turn meter, right? That's what it was. He takes away turn meter and, uh, gives turn meter. Yeah. So basically, basically same principle as what we do with nest now, where faster the nest is pretty much pull away the turn meter, put days on, you know? So sometimes being slow is okay. I mean, uh, for example, my Sith Trooper, uh, if I use him in Arena, there are some matches where he'll go once or twice because my Sith Trooper I made as great example. slow as possible. <laughs> he's like, I think he's like 112 speed. Yeah, He just never goes, but that's well, I mean, fine because he stays, unless he's dispelled, he's sitting there taunting at his, I, and I think mine is at, 120 effective health power. So, like, he's just... That's a lot. ...sitting there a meat shield for a long time, you know? Yeah. And that's the frustrating thing about him is, you know, you can load him up. You can use those protection and defense or even health arrows on him, 
You're not losing anything. It just makes them better. So exactly, it would be nice if that was a little bit more common in the arena, which we'll see if this whole mod changing nonsense actually fixes that, but we'll see. Uh, so uh, what was the next thing? So another thing we want to think about, right? Uh, most people use, you know, physical damage and special damage, but then there's special. There's characters where there's characters now, and I'm sure there were some in the past, but I can't think of any examples where all their moves are special damage, and or all their moves are physical damage. So you want to be knowledgeable of what your person you're modding is doing damage wise. So you want to be able to mod them. To do the most damage um, the way you want them to, right? So, like we've talked mm-hmm. about in the past, the the uh, the bed, whether it's better you use percentage offense mods or flat offense mods, and in some cases it's better to use percentage on, you know, like special or flat if they're physical. You know, you want to know what kind of damage you're doing and what kind of offense mods that you're using, or just anything that would affect their damage because of the type of damage they're doing. Yeah. Uh, that's an excellent point. I mean, you know, whenever... So I guess the thing with the offense is whenever we're talking about just a percentage increase, it's kind of the same. You Like, you know, if you go to an offense set, it's 10%, whether it's special or physical. The difference is... Um, you know, when you start looking at those, you're getting more total numbers from the special damage because they're higher. But in turn, you have less crit chance, but enemies also have less, or it's resistance technically, but uh, less ways to mitigate that damage. And so actually with uh, Grandmaster Yoda right now, I'm using an offense set and just trying to make him hit as hard as possible even whenever he doesn't crit. You know, he can still do a lot of damage. And that's incredibly beneficial because if you're not, you know, that, um, uh, was it crit avoidance that Treya gives can be really hard to get through. And that makes every little attack more important. So, like, Grandmaster Yoda, special damage. Use an offense set. Not a bad idea. Um... I kind of, you know, and outside of that, as far as uh, I, I like to use offense, I generally like offense pluses no matter what. So I, I always think that's generally a, a good idea. But whenever I am looking at um, just maximizing offense, if I have a if I have a mod with uh, speed, not speed with offense that is like the raw number offense and percentage offense, I'm more likely to put that on a character that does a lot of special damage than physical damage just because, you know, it's going to be a larger total increase. So uh, that's that's really about the only thing that changes that much between special and physical damage characters for me. What about you? That makes sense. And that's... I have... I'm saying this, but I feel like I have a lot of offense and offense percentage mods, so I should really start putting those on Grandmaster Yoda. Um, get your sneeze character uh, jokes ready, so 
We're going to move from Grand Admiral Yawn to something with sneeze. Start putting those in the chat. That'll be great this week. Yeah. (laughs) But the, uh, um, so the last, the last point I went, I wanted to throw on this was kind of covers everything. And that is, where is your character lacking? Right. Um, do they need speed? Do they need potency? Let's see. Let's say you have, okay. There's a lot of characters that have really awesome debuffs that go along with their basic attack, but their base potency is so bad that the odds of you seeing it is very low. So in those cases, you want to throw potency on them. Because let's say you let's say you really like a certain character because he will do a certain thing. Let's use, for example, Gamorrean Guard. The only reason I geared him was because he puts dots on people. And that works wonderful with Wampa in Dark Side Territory Battles. What you'll notice with Gamorian Guard, as along with a lot of things with him, his potency is disappointing. So, you see, what, you see what's going on there. Anyways, the um, you want I put a lot of potency on him because there's a really good chance he will drop two dots on his basic... Two dots adds a lot of offense for Wampa whenever he goes, especially in Dark Side Territory Battles. So I really just wanted him. Whether or not he, I got protection and health on him, I wanted to make sure that I threw anything with a secondary potency onto him to just continue to make it, the, the odds of him dropping those dots even better. So you got to look at where your characters are lacking and what you want to put on them. Whether or not you want to use a primary stat to do that um you can still find good mods with good secondaries to throw on these characters so let's let's think of it this way right if you can find characters that speed is not that important because it always boils down to speed but look through your swaga.gg account at your mods and if you you might find that you have a pot an a 6% potency mod with no speed on it that you didn't even know you had that would be good on a character that has no potency. Or, I know we've seen this a lot in podcast chat, someone will post a link to a mod that's like 150 offense, and they didn't even realize that that was good. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, so, that happens a lot, surprisingly. It, it does, because... Unless it's speed, people don't really take notice of whether or not that mod got to near the max for those other speeds. Yep. So that's one good, really good thing I like about our mod page on our website is that there's approximate uh, top uh, numbers for each uh, secondary. Mm-hmm. And so if you think that you got a good mod, there's a good way to check to see where that lands on the spectrum of Here's here's the bottom, here's the top. What did you get with this? So, you know, find your good mods, even if they don't have speed on them, and put them on the characters that need those stats. So the, basically, find where you're lacking and work on that. You know what I mean? Yep, 100% agree. Got anything to add to that? I'm sure you do. There's lots to go with this because it covers everything. No, I, I mean, not really that kind of, I mean, I think you did a really good job covering it. There's not really a whole lot. Uh, one thing I will say, um, there was a post on Reddit that was about this, and uh, uh, Skeltrix <laughs> recently did, like, a Phase 3 video, and, like, crit chance on Han, like, 
Try to get him that 80% for your checks mix team. It makes a huge difference. Um, there's always some sort of little stat that, depending on what team it is, they could always be a lot more beneficial. So, that's pretty <laughs> much it. All right, cool. Well, the second uh, the second one we got, right, is uh, long-term efforts. And this is an interesting one for me because we talked about in What Did You Do in Swaga this week? I finished my Sith for my arena after unlocking Treya, and it came down to what am I going to do next, right? So Ewoks I chose. But, what? okay, Ewoks might not be the best choice. It's just the fun choice for me. But, like, what is the long-term efforts? Like, what should you be focusing on? Like, whether or not you're beating Heroic Sith Raid, or what are you doing, right? So I just want to say first and foremost, if you're not beating Heroic Sith Raid... You should be working on one team per phase, at least to get to the point where you have a team for every phase. And uh, once you're that at that point, you can probably move on to other things. But if you, if your guild starts falling apart, it, God forbid, because I love guilds, I hate seeing these things happen. But if you go from one guild to another and you want to go and find another guild, the first thing they're going to look for right now in most guilds is, are you ready for Heroic Sith? So, you probably want to make a JTR um, you probably want to make a JTR phase one team. Work on that. Mm-hmm. A Boba Wampa or a Boston LaShawn well, Jedi team for phase two. I was actually going to say you could probably <laughs> go like Grandmaster <laughs> Yoda team for phase one. And, you know, just because RJT is kind of a ways down the line, if you went with, like, a Grandmaster Yoda, there are a lot of Jedi that you could get at that point that might be pretty useful. For Phase 1, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's another one. JTR or a Jedi team. Not optimal, obviously, or not as good as RJT, but you can get it from the very beginning of playing the game pretty much. That and if everybody has a Jedi team and uses it in phase one, you can save your JT, the what JTRs you have for phase two and see where that gets you as well. So, but uh, Boba Wampa, Bastel Sean Jedi, First Order, uh, there's a couple more for phase two I can't think of right now, but they, go check out our. Our Sith Raid page on the website. There's a lot of teams there. Yeah. Um, but find that for Phase 2. Get Checks Mix right now. Or Flaming Hot Checks Mix if you uh, you follow McMull. Uh, there's some <laughs> teams for Phase 3 you need to get. Uh, yep. Sisters for Phase 4. Those are good things to work on. And those will always keep you relevant when you're in your guild or looking for another guild if you ended up having to do that. Um, so, But if you're beating... Heroic Sith Raid and happy with your raid damage. Uh, where do you go from there, Wink? Uh, well, um, you, you're talking just when you're completely done with Heroic Sith Raid? Just Heroic Sith... Uh, yeah, let's say you are good with your damage for Heroic Sith Raid. You're not w- thinking about... 
I'll be There's honest. little things you can do to improve it, but you really don't have anything else you need to do unless you just want to try other teams. Yeah, but I don't, what, what, I don't know that, that I that ever want to be done with that. I think I'm always going to be working on that. But uh, I'm, I'm just being difficult. So from there, there are a lot of other places you can look. Uh, you can look at your territory war. It's obviously really important. You know, it adds up to... A decent amount of Zeta is over, you know, a month or two months or whatever, and that is really important. So if you if you're focusing on or I guess you should say, depending on what your guild does, like our guild, we kinda let people decide like if you can't really do territory war and you want to go more on defense, like that's totally cool. We have a lot of people like playing more offense. So as long as your guild kind of has a set way of doing it and kind of knows everybody, everybody knows our roles, it's important. And then once you know your role, whether it's offense, defense, or whatever you're going to do, start modding teams for that and setting up teams to do that. And I, you know, there are a lot of, there's a lot of teams that you can build with characters that you don't really think about using that often. Whether it's offense or defense, there are a lot of characters that are a lot more viable on offense um, than that you would never generally think about using. Uh, something that I do on occasion is split up teams that are really good. You know, like um, I like to have a defensive resistance team and an offensive one. So, uh, you know, I'll generally use, you know, RJT with droids plus a couple resistance. And then I'll have my Finn-led team that I can still use on offense, and I keep those two teams modded appropriately so that I can do that. You know, that obviously means not putting Poe on RJT and leaving him available to go with Finn because he's kind of important to that. Um, so I guess it's more... I guess that's more about, uh, you know, roster balance, you know, just roster management in general. Um, because... You know, their characters are going to be good on every single team. I mean, Thrawn or General Kenobi or CLS or whatever. The, you know, no matter what team you put them on, you're you're good. So, um, I mean, I guess we will see. Uh, sorry, I'm, uh, I'm distracted. Reading something. Uh <laughs> So, what do you think about Territory War specifically? And, you know, like those elite characters that you kind of want on every team? What, what do you do with yours generally? Um, so, I, I keep track of, you know, what's really good on defense and what's good on offense. And I just kind of go from there. And I, that's, that's kind of why I'm thinking about Crew's um leader of ability zeta because i know for a yeah. fact that if i were to put in a, my crew team with my gear 11 crew gear ele- all gear 11 whatever crew fox uh pilot phasma and uh officer oh. that is probably going to do really good on defense right probably so i think about that when i gear things right and the only reason i really geared First order a while ago when I had time to gear another team was because thinking of territory war defense right. So when I have off time and I'm trying to look for long term efforts, I think of 
what's going to be around for a long time and what's going to make me better at it, right? So gearing first order did that. And not only that, but they even though even though I don't use them in heroic Sith in any of the main parts of phases, they still are one of the highest damage outputs on the trash time against Treya. I think I get about 300 to 350,000 every time with them against just Treya, wow. which is a pretty good number. So they they got good numbers. They're a good team on territory wars. You just got to think about where where your the things you're gearing fit and what it's going to do for you. It's like territory all war offense. If I gear these Ewoks, I'm going to have another team for territory war offense that is really good. Um as far as I know, they're good against CLS teams, uh, just anything where they can get that turn meter ball rolling, they have a good chance of taking out teams in territory wars. So yeah, that's a good that's, point. That's the thought there. Um, I like to play defense more than offense. I I do too. I find that you go in against these defense. These defenses always have the best mods on them. And like in our brackets, where it's like you go in and fight them, and you think. Okay, my post should be fast enough to take on this team. <laughs> and even looking at even looking at the speeds on their characters, and then you realize, oh crap, this dude gives speed or turn meter to this guy and totally destroyed my team, right? So yeah. I have a hard time with territory war offense, but finding teams that really work for me for territory war offense um is one thing. And another one. Okay, this is kind of off a question someone else asked in our Patreon. But a good thing to gear is uh, is characters that can make an entire offense team, no matter who you put in it. So I know uh, I know you get tired of the repeated record, but Wampa is one. There are a lot of teams oh. that there's a lot of teams that gain turn meter. Put Wampa in a lot of teams. Get his days out there. It's going to give you enough time to get your team rolling and kill that team. Another one, Nest. If you have Nest, even at three stars, gear her up, put her fast, put her in a team, let her jump out there, put days down, and remove turn meter, and give yourself enough time to start killing everyone else. Those two make a whole time. Another one that you can do if you have the her is Holdo. She also does the AoE uh, days, yep. so she can make a team against those counter teams or turn meter gaining teams that will make an entire team as well so you've got to think about characters that can maximize your offense output and while sure. helping you to get the advantage even if you don't have the best speeds on your team and those three for sure are really good ones against almost everything well so. and wampa especially against phoenix like we talked about that a little while back but yeah it it works. Just throw in Wampa. Oh, the one man Wampa against Phoenix. Yeah, he, yeah, for sure. I mean, he just smashes them beyond belief. It's awesome. Something else is uh, Dark Side Territory Battle. Yeah, Wampa. Yeah, he pretty he pretty much does it. <laughs> I'm on glad his own. that you have finally a couple months after me come to my uh, to the same realizations as me. What's Wampa that? Wampa is Wampa. I don't even need to say anything else. He is Wampa, Wampa. and Dagside Territory Battles, four out of four, no matter what. Yeah. It's great. W- Wampa's great. He's not as good as Hermit Yoda. We know this. I'm not falling into your trap. Joker <laughs> in the chat said, 
Another good one to mention is Low Gray with yes. his days. That's so, a good point. That can make Ewoks dangerous go. too, you know, um, as an offensive team. If you can, you know, take Low Gray in against some of those counter teams, and then you don't really have to worry about that quite as much. Yeah, for sure. Um, other things to think about are your light side territory battle teams going six for six all the way through phase six. Because that can be the difference between you getting more stars in territory battles. And it depends on what your guild's working for. But if you can be the guy that's going 110 to 114 out of 114 every territory battle, you're going to be a hero. And it's going to make things much easier for your guild as far as getting stars go. So for sure. Looking for full teams like Ewoks or clones or Jedi. Uh JTR. Really all you need in light side territory battles is JTR, BB eight, and R2. You can sim through yep. every level. But they're kind um, of more in game though. Grandmaster Yoda, his yeah. leader ability, like the assault battle, he makes Mythic so much easier. Uh Light side territory battles, that leader ability is fantastic. I mean, you can put some pretty low-level Jedi with him, and you can do some really, really good damage. And so I think for a lot of newer players, specifically focused on territory battle, I think Grandmaster Yoda leader Zeta, probably a really good investment. Yeah, for sure. See, these are the things you got to think about. What are your long-term efforts? What are going to give you the best results in the long-term? Because... I got to think that if they add more light side or dark side territory battle tables, it's not going to destroy your teams that in those other ones, those teams are probably going to still work. Now, the people you fight might have different abilities that might make certain teams better than others, but you're still going to have teams from the start to to fight with and, and be good. Because when la- territory battles start, right, you got... Three combat missions, right? And I'm trying to think of how things went at first for me because I don't think I had three really good teams. I think it was more like I have a CLS team and I have a clone team and I have my first order team with Zeta Fen and that was that was it. But if you took any of those characters out for a special mission or a platoon or anything else, I was boned. Now, you got, if you keep working towards it and having five synergy teams that you know for a fact, if people got to pull out for platoons or you got to pull them out for special missions, you still are able to field a good synergistic team to beat those levels. Um, that's the important thing, right? So, And the same goes for dark side territory battles. So if you have good light side and you don't have good dark side, maybe you should flip-flop one to the other and, and make sure you have... A good amount of teams on either one. I think that looking forward to the Heroic Sith Raid first and foremost, and then working into Territory Wars and Light Side Territory Battles is probably your best, probably how you would put your best foot forward. Those are the three main areas of the game, in my opinion, that are guild-focused. And then you have Arena, so you got to look at your Arena and try to keep ahead of the meta as well. So... You know, let's see, I, I had five fingers up, so I want to make sure that I had five things. So, Territory Wars, Arena, Light Side Territory Battles, Dark Side Territory Battles, and Raids. Mm. Okay, so I did have uh, five. I don't know why I had my hand up, but now I realize <laughs> what it was. So, there's that. 
So um, I have a question. I have all the answers. Um, it, what do you have? It's about reset for me. And so mm-hmm. I went to make sure all my dailies were done. And I saw a mod in the mod store and I bought it. Um, okay. Do y'all want to hear how this goes? I'm going to level it up. So I just bought a crit damage primary. It's offense set bonus, Ooh. so that's kind of worthless. But it has crit chance, offense percent, and raw offense all as secondary stats. So we're going to take this bad boy up to level 12 and see what happens. All right. What do we got? Oh, my God. Dang it. It ended up being so disappointing. That's a bummer. <laughs> that, that was less climatic live and uncut you yeah, have all witnessed what almost everyone gets with every mod yeah so it, it went you up know. to 3.95% crit chance which is pretty good 0.81 offense percent but the raw offense number didn't budge mm. still not bad still useful somewhere probably but didn't end up being what I hoped it could be so anyway um, so just to mention one last thing, if I had a sixth finger on this hand, I would add uh fleet arena and ships. So that is another thing to think of. Yeah, that that's kind of where things should always start our your arena. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. What? That's where things should always start is fleet arena? Arenas. Oh, okay. Okay, I guess that's a little better. I was like, so we've we've literally didn't think of Fleet Arena, and now we've bumped it to number one. Oh, I'm, I'm okay. kidding. I, I, that's sure. what I thought I heard. That Whatever. is not what we said. Yeah. All right, let's go into this next thing. Okay, so the question was, and this is just the question that we'll answer real quick, but uh, will we ever see characters dropped into the shard shop Again, and more specifically, let me find the actual question so I can read it word for word. Question or statement? Mm-hmm. Comment? Um. Well, this is what Obsidian said, right? Okay. So he said, what sort of odds would you give CG releasing solo and or KOTOR tunes into the shops that are for shard? Or, yeah, the shard shop currency shop. So, so, uh, gotcha. So, like, uh, Grievous, if we were to take Grievous out, what are the odds we're going to see something, or even if not Solo or KOTOR, what are the odds we see something like Baze was at one point, and there was another character that got put in there? Do you remember who the other one was? Uh, no, Baze was in there for Jin? a while, and someone else. Wasn't it? Was Jen in there? Thought so. Maybe it was Jin. I don't know. I can't remember who I the other one was. I think Baze and both were. And then I think That Jin might have been was. it as well. I, I'm not sure. But I will say this, right? So if they took out the the other areas where they said that this is where... The, we're not putting any more characters in here. You're going to have to use this for Shard Shop. Let's say... So now we have all the shard shop currency. What are the odds that they're going to put a character in the shard shop with General Grievous again? I would say that is probably a better chance than putting it in 
Cantina, Galactic War, or Arena. I would say that would make more sense to me. I don't with what they've said. Yeah, um, I I don't know. I I don't see a new character ever coming back to the shard shop. I kind of think that 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 was they tried that it didn't work, and I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, you know, they had whenever they do these characters, whenever they make uh you know a mass influx of characters. At some point, they all have to go somewhere. And I don't yeah. see, like, all of these characters going to, you know, freaking hard nodes. Like, at at some point, the, like, it doesn't... It, it doesn't make sense to keep throwing them in, you know, these hard nodes. But we do now have Fleet, and I think that could be part of what they're doing, is going to start throwing someone onto the fleet nodes. I think that would make a lot of sense. And I think the guild store, uh, like I could see the guilds or, or the uh, guild guild event. store, guild event store, guild event. There's store. also the, uh, did they say that we're not going to get the more fleet store in the guild event store? Have they said that we're not going to get any more? Cause I'm surprised we haven't got something more from there or the fleet store. Just, well, here's the thing, right? So you got the fleet store. There are the two, marquee characters at the top but there's also down at the bottom a spot for normal characters and they're always there as well so even if they're not marquee characters for the fleet uh, events or the uh, guild event store they could still add them lower down where you find krennic and isc and lando and all those other characters they could put them there as well yeah those is like the guild event store or guild event store guild store Fleet store. I don't think that those were ever put off bounds. I think it was okay. all Cantina, Arena, and Galactic War. So I, I, I don't know, man. But the, I don't think if this idea that everyone has that Revan is coming and they're gonna drop these Kotor characters all at the same, near the same time, and you need them for him, there's. Literally no way they can throw them all on hard nodes. Yeah. And expect people to have them without paying it would be before he would come back. And I th- uh, I think there will be some sort of difficult gateway to get in there. Like, it might be Fleet Store. Like, I could totally see them using Fleet Store as kind of a gate for that. But um, I, I, I would think they're going to distribute them you know in some way shape or form and that's nice like i said there's second go the fleet battles that's one thing that's nice about that because you have that extra currency spot you know that's more farms that you can do for a cheaper amount of crystals and get character shards so i think that's probably part of their intentions with that um this is off the rails here but let's think about when the game started right when the game started, if you looked at the, uh, by the way, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm just simming assault battles while we do this, but there's all my blue mods from Ooh. this assault battle. Let's hope some of them have speed secondary. That's why I love this assault battle. But anyways. Yep. Um, Get those leveled to level six. So what I'm saying about talking about, let me show that on the screen as well, but I'll mention what it is for those that are listening to the podcast. So if you look at the screen here that we got, right, 
when you scroll through here, when the first game first came out, right, you didn't have half of these these things you click on. That's true. It half of them so were these different. weird. There were these weird little empty things you couldn't click on. And as I scroll down here to the right. That's left. Left. Sorry. If I scroll down <laughs> to the left, the only remnant that is left of any of those blank things yep. is this one right here. And it is a shipment box. So That's interesting. I don't know that there's any plans I, for that box, but it is still there. It has blasted the test of time all of this time and still sits there. So maybe at some point there will be another shipment area for us to have characters added to at some point. And maybe at that point it'll be another one of those. Maybe it's a little harder to get. Maybe it's a little harder to to buy the characters in there or they're just randomly thrown in there somehow but it is it is something that could come there can always be another way to get character shards so that is another thing to think about indeed but what i really what i really really want that to turn into what i really want that to turn into is the squad builder please let me click that to build my squads or build my mod loadouts just make it a loadout um i I could make it a loadout button Maybe. So that where I have a tab at the top where I can do mod loadouts or squad loadouts. And that would be the perfect thing to put there for me. That would be nice. I do not disagree at all. That would be awesome. So anyways, that was my off the rails. But uh, you might have noticed that my off the rails sounded perfectly clear. Did you hear it? it I heard it. it. Sounded beautiful. So when I go on tangents, it's good for me. Yes, it's good for me to have all of my blue equipment. I love these satellite headphones. I love my Spark XL. I love my Compass Boom Stand. This stuff is amazing. I, I like. I loved my Yeti for the first night or eighty episodes of this podcast. I mean, just yep. Blue Designs makes great products. So if you are interested in making your own content and you need microphones or headphones or whatever you need for it or if you're just interested in playing wow like i recently started again and want to be able to tell your raid team they're standing in the fire you know anything like that just go ahead and go to bluedesigns.com find what you want put it in your basket and when you check out use the the uh code sopod and you will get 20 percent off on all these awesome products. Uh, They make really great stuff, and we really appreciate them sponsoring this podcast and making it sound so much better than it ever had even before we had their stuff. So No doubt about that. We always appreciate that. Go check them out. They are great. Uh, Yeah, just wanted you to know. Heck yeah. Oh, and one other thing. People are going to be getting their shirts soon. What? I cannot wait. We'll have to coordinate, so we'll both be wearing it on the same day and just look totally oh, like... Oh, absolutely, yes. We are two brothers, we're gonna be looking fly. and we're awesome, and we're singing, and we're wearing our shirts. Give me a high five. We're, we're off the I don't the know rails. if you know what that's from. I don't know if you know what that's from. No. But uh Don't ever do it, it again. It's bad. We are two brothers, and we're awesome, and we're singing, and we're... Wearing the same shirt. It's rare that I want to take off my Blue Designs headphones, but this is one of those times. You know, the last time I wanted to was uh, that Sublime cover. 
are, are you ready to do some trivia? Let's do it. Bloody iPad. Come on. Well, come on, dude. All you got to do is click a button. But, uh, um... I need, I need to start looking for a new iPad. This thing is not doing so well. Did you got it yet? Uh, dude, it's just... It's only so long, so long I can sing the sounders. Dude, it's just refusing to play. My iPad is ancient. I am not even kidding. It is, uh, it is very ancient. And... It it can be a little bit frustrating sometimes, to be perfectly honest. So, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Ain't wanting to play, though. All right, let's try this. Oh, All right, let's. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. Can I just say, every time we hear that intro and I hear Outer Rim, I think the Disney Star Wars Black Spire Outpost is coming very, very soon, and I cannot wait. What is that? That's the new section of uh, Disneyland that's all Star Wars themed. Oh, is that the one with the sweet it's, hotel? That one's in uh, Disney World, but both of those should be opening soon, so I, I just can't wait to go to either of them. I didn't know I they go both to that, had one. That, that's cool. Yeah, they're building one at both. Uh, Disney World is actually has the themed hotel where you have an immersive story that you play a part in. It's going to be ridiculous. I cannot wait. That sounds but like, awesome. It's like based off this place called Black Spire Outpost on a planet called Batu, which is in the Outer Rim. So every time I hear the most exciting podcast in the Outer Rim, that's that's what I think of. Oh, nice. I figured if I talked long enough, we'd get that going. And there it is. I want to chuck this thing. I mean, it's it's probably, I don't know, a decade old at this point. It is it is incredibly slow, but come on, bro. Like, pick up your game, iPad, but whatever. Um, all, all right. right. So, this week's podcast, or podcast, this week's trivia theme is, is the Old Republic. Ooh. I have not played not KOTOR. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you have. No, I'm hoping I haven't. we're both on the this same. This is going to be bad. So we're, so we should both be on the same playing field here for season, not season one, but uh, episode one of whatever the hell season we're in. So, oh, I knocked over my wampa. Say hello. Hi, wampa. <laughs> All right. So, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, Did we you already have... play question one? I didn't question hear it. One. There it is. The sultry female is on. actually here. I wonder if I could get her to come in here and do live reads of question one and two and everything. That would be amazing. I, 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 oh, there we go. He's getting an answer now. 
<laughs> All right, so question one. Here we go. All right, question one. Did she just tell you off? I don't know. She might be coming. I don't know. I'll try to get I her I was wondering why we hadn't too. seen Wink's number one fan in chat. Isn't that you? <laughs> Isn't that her? I think so. Might be you. I don't know. Could be. All right, me. here we go. The Old Republic. The Old Republic. The question. Bastilla, not Bastilla. There's not two L's in Bastilla, Wink. That was specifically pointed at you. I'm just. Why was that pointed at me? I didn't write it. Right, but apparently you've been writing in podcast chat with two L's instead of one. It's because she's so lovely. Hmm, super lovely. All right, here we go. Question one. At least one point. Well, that's good. At least we get okay. something. All right. The Zeta on Bacilla's leadership add which of the following? There may be multiple answers. Buffer one. A, 100%. One, yeah, God, I can't talk. What is wrong with me? All right. 150% tenacity with protection up. B, 100% protection. C, add 35% damage to for Jedi with protection up. D, add one turn taunt for Jedi tank allies at the start of an encounter. I've got my answer. I also have an answer. What do you have? C and D. Is C really true? I don't know. You're about to find out. The 31st century? You have Basilis Zeta leadership, don't you? Maybe. Okay, I have A, the 150% tenacity with protection up. I put uh, D, add one turn to taunt for Jedi tank and allies at the start of an encounter. And then I also put B, since I have a buffer, for the 100% protection. I didn't hear that first one. I know A's one. I didn't didn't hear that. So the answer is going to be A, C, and D, I'm betting. The answer is actually A and D. Really? I knew A, and I knew D. What was C? But it just... The 35% protection... Or 35% damage for Jedi with protection up. That is not a thing that exists. Uh, It's... Yes, it is. Actually, I'm not Mm. sure exactly... Uh, See, I I put B... B was my buffer one, because... A is 150%... 150% tenacity with protection up. Yeah. That covers it, protection it, up, it but says, I thought... It says while Jedi allies have protection up, they have plus 150% tenacity and deal 35% more damage. Oh, is this Zeta only? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. The Zeta adds. Oh, well, my bad. Never mind. That makes sense as to why B wasn't so. part of... Of the answer. Okay. I knew B was in there. Okay. All, that all makes of them sense. are in there. All right. Okay, that makes all right, sense. All right, all right, all right. So uh, I got two and you got one. Yep. All right. All right. I just need you to come say question two. Just... Oh, here we go. Come on. Live and uncut, folks. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Come tell on. her I'll turn off the video. How's that? I'm not, I'm not going to tell her that. No, okay. He said he'll turn off the video if you want him to. Okay. Right. Come on. Question two. 
Camera's over there. Microphone's here. <laughs> Come on. Here we go. Live and uncut. Louder. Why? Louder. Question two. There we go. Oh, beautiful. All there right. There we go. I'm loving this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Question two. Here we go. Under a Zeta Bastille Elite, if General Kenobi has 40,000 health, 35,000 before mods, and 70,000 protection, 40k before mods, how much protection up would he gain to start the battle? Well, I got no idea. Hold on. I gotta... Alright, I have to pull up the actual live stream. Which, by the way, this live stream background stuff looks lovely. Alright, so... That's Evan Hawk, man. Still going with the uh, KOTOR theme. Yeah. What do you got? You got something? You got something for me? Um... I got an answer, and I'm pretty confident. I got an answer, too. All right, what do you got? I have 60K. Holy smokes. I have 35K. Interesting. Because protection up at 100% would be 35K, right? Well, he has 40,000 health. 35 yeah, before that's, mods. That's, that's bef- 35 is before mods. And most of the time, those things don't take in health, I don't think, right? Mm, I, or mods. I, I believe it does. I believe it would be working They're off not- the 40,000. That's why you can manipulate those a little bit by mods. And uh, it's... Ah, on- uh, true. So then my, my answer should have been 40,000. I will even give you 40,000 if that's the correct answer because it's still wrong. It's going to be 60 because it's 150%. Which is 40 times 1.5, which is 60. I thought 150% was tenacity, but we'll see. Oh. Mm. No, it's... Ah, no, it's wrong. It's going to be 80, because I think it's 200% protection. It's 80. All right, there you go. That makes perfect sense. So the 40 was right only if it was 100, but it's actually 200, so it is 80. Yeah. I was on the right track. Whatever. All right, still two to one. We need a question three. Question three. She didn't want to stay and do a live question three. Whatever. Jeez, come on. Unbelievable. All right, here we go. Wait, wait. It says otherwise one point to the closest. So you had 60. I had 35 slash 40. So you actually get a point. Yay. I don't know why I told you that, but there it is. Perfect. Because apparently it's honesty night on the podcast. Aw. So, there you go. Now we can be friends again. question three. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Jedi with the legendary battle meditation buff gain how much counter chance? A, 20%. B, 35%. C, 40%. Or D, 70%. I have my answer. I am going to give you a great answer. You ready? Yes. 70%. I also have 70%. Cheater. I just showed you what I wrote down. <laughs> How's that cheating? All right. I don't usually even do that, but since we had the same answer and I said it second, I felt compelled 
to put it on the podcast. All right, there you go. We need evidence. The answer is 70%. Yay! So, three to three. All right. Question four. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) All right, question four. Jolie Bindo's unique abilities boost all of the following stats, except A, defense, armor slash resistance, B, tenacity, C, health, D, crit avoidance. I went on with my gut first reaction on this. I don't, because I don't actually know the answer. I don't, so we'll see if I, I'm right. I don't know the answer either. You ready to show answers? Sure. Let's go. This is going to be great. I also have B. I put tenacity as well. I figured you don't need any more tenacity with him and the team with Bastila, so they did, probably didn't put it on both of them. I couldn't remember what B was, I just picked one. Because okay. I couldn't. Well, because I didn't think it was any of the other ones. Well, we actually got it wrong because the answer is a defense. He does oh. not add defense. Fascinating. Now we know. Interesting. All right, last question. Uh, I'm question tr- number five. I was trying to play. Okay, it. It there wasn't we playing, go. So, not my fault that time. Can I just say that we should? We should get your girlfriend to braid your beard as well. Notice Throw it out long. Maybe spend it till like December. Let it grow out and then let her braid it. I'm ha- just saying. Have you seen the picture of me when I had the freakishly long beard? I have. That's why I know it can happen. I do think there is a picture somewhere of it braided. I'm not sure where, though. But my beard. Oh, okay. I just well, trimmed my beard and it's nowhere near long enough to do that. So, I mean, I haven't shaved for three weeks. But I've never been longer than like an inch, and oh. then it just kind of stops. So I don't think I would ever get there. Bummer. It would probably take a year. So on episode 152, I might be able to have my wife braid my beard if I did or I tried that. I, were you? Did you just not want to do the math on that? It'd be episode 112 a year from now. But that's okay. Wrong. Episode 112 is in six weeks. Did I say 112? I meant 162. Why did I say 112? That don't make any sense. I don't know, but when you tried to like make me look dumb, you really you really made yourself look Dude, dumb. Dude, it's one o'clock that, in the was, morning. That, that was really what do you good. Expect? I, I really appreciate you helping me feel better about myself with that. Well, that was that was good. Whatever. At least I know what the right <laughs> answer is. Alright. Give us question five. Can we have the sounder first? I already played it, but uh, yeah, I'll play it again. Sure. Question number, number five. five. All right, question number five. Here we go. Oh, God. Lightning round, it says. Yes, the best. <laughs> All right, so lightning rounds. If there's no moderator, guess like a soccer shootout, going one Ooh. and the other and then checking them afterwards. All right. Soccer shootouts give you five answers. So do you want to do the five answer route? I don't care. I will crush well, I mean, you we gotta either pick way. Oh, that sounded like a movie. Was it Rocky? I crush you. I don't know. Anyways, okay, oh. here we go. Question five. We'll go five for five. What's the score right now? Three to three. All right, put your hand up to the camera. Rochambeau, ready? 
I'll call one, two, three, shoot. Okay. Keep your hand up, and then we'll say what we did. All right, All you right. ready? One, two, three, shoot. Scissors. Both. All right. All right. Scissors. All right, here we go again. One, two, three, shoot. <laughs> Both rock. rock. All right. One, two, three, shoot. No! Scissors. Boom. I win. Paper. All, All right. right. Here we go. Riveting radio right there. <laughs> All right, so I'll go first on the lightning okay. round. The question is... This should be good. On a team with Zeta Bastila lead, Grandmaster Yoda, Zeta Unique, Zeta Zeta Hoda, and GK and Zeta Ezra. Whew! What buffs can be gained by all characters, not counting ones gained from Master Stroke or the Negotiator? There are 12. Cap yourselves out at 5 like last time. Alright, repeat that one more time. On a team with Zeta Bastila lead, Grandmaster Yoda... Zeta Unique, Zeta Zeta Hoda, GK, and Zeta Ezra. What buffs can be gained by all characters? Not counting ones gained from Master Stroke or the Negotiator. Okay, I gotcha. So, Master Stroke is the stealing buffs, and Negotiator is reversing debuffs. So, it's excluding those two things specifically. So basically, ones that are added to the entire team that gotcha. are not added by doing that they Master have to Stroke. get by themselves in a vacuum, essentially. Yes. Okay. All right. Your first answer is now. Before we before we get going, it says gained by all characters. That does not mean gained by all characters at the same time, correct? As far as my understanding, yes. Okay. Then mine is Grandmaster's training. Okay. Um. I will say offense up. Damn, you took the only one that I thought I knew. Yes. Besides that. Um, crit immunity. Ooh, I didn't even think of that one. I did think of foresight, though. Just out of curiosity, who gets, hands out foresight? On that team. Do what? Do what? I said just out of curiosity, who hands out foresight on that team? Uh, General Kenobi and Grandmaster Yoda. Retribution. Okay. Do you want me to get technical on this? Because the ability he said we can't use does give retribution, just to be technical. Yeah, but it doesn't reverse a debuff. Do you want me to give another no. answer? No, that's fine. If I if I said it, I, I would have the same argument. I agree. The intent of the question includes it. But uh, protection yeah. up. Okay. Protection up. This is rough. This is kind of hard, man. Um, oh, this is easy. Not for me. I don't... Well... Yeah. The problem is... Gosh. I have one, but I don't know the name for it. Will you give it to me if I don't know the name? You need to make sure I know what the hell you're talking about. That's easy. Okay. 
Bastila's buff. Oh, uh... Uh, I don't know the name for it, but I know that she gives it every time she takes a turn. Yeah, I cannot think of the name of it. Um, okay, so I will go with Tenacity Up. That one's in the same vein as Retribution, right? No. Who gives Tenacity Up? Grandmaster, Grandmaster Yoda. Yoda. Oh yeah, from it. Okay, never mind. You're right. I don't know why I was thinking he gives it with Master Stroke. Okay. Um, this is the last one. This will probably be the difference between me and you tying at the end of this week or being in the. Same. I thought there was twelve. I don't. There's twelve, but we were both doing five. Oh, okay. Um. Oof, this is rough. Okay. Let me look at who these characters are. We've only got, what, eight? And there's four different other ones? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the one where you get the, the point on me and take the lead. Uh, I will say... Crit damage up. And I will say defense penetration. Who is defense penetration? Bastila? Grandmaster Yoda. If he attacks someone with less than 50% health. On his basic. Interesting. I don't remember ever seeing that buff for some reason. Or maybe I just see it and then still think it's um, he gets he gets offense and defense advantage. penetration up whenever he attacks someone with basic that has less than fifty percent. Right, but I still think I think the buff icon is 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 advantage, and I probably just thought it was advantage. Not crit. yes, yes, that is correct. It is the old advantage. All right, let's see if we which are used to correct. be defense penetration, ironically. All right, so the first one is offense up, which you got. Indeed. The second one is defense up. Which you neither of us got. Second one is speed up, which neither of us got. Mm-hmm. The fourth one is accuracy up, which neither of us got. Fourth one is crit chance up. Well, that sucks. Crit da- okay, so crit chance up. Next up is protection up, which you got. Yep. So far, I haven't got any. Next is Grandmaster's Trainee, so there I got that one. Next is Retribution. I got that one. Next is Foresight. You got that one. Next up is Crit Hit Immunity. I got that one. Next up is Defense Pin. You got that one. And the last one is Tenacity Up. Why is Bastila's buff not on this? Um, Maybe because it's a unique buff. It doesn't matter because you didn't get... Uh, well, because apparently- It's not a unique buff, though. It's not locked. Um, sorry, it's not a locked debuff, and it's still a buff. <laughs> but it that everyone can get legendary battle on that on that is. team. Say so what? Legendary, yeah, legendary battle yeah. meditation. 
The whole question. Let's go back to the question. Oh, oh, oh on no, this no, no, no. Hold, hold on a second. Okay. I'm going to read the entire ability, and it is not a buff, apparently. At the start of Bastilla's turn, she recovers 2% protection for each buff she has, and all other allies gain uh, 3% turn meter doubled for Jedi and legendary battle meditation for one turn. Legendary battle meditation is plus 50% potency and plus 35% counter chance doubled for Jedi. Never says that it is a buff. Looks like a buff. Looks like a buff, smells like a buff, doesn't mean it's a buff. Same with Armor Shred. Boo. Alright, so you got two more than me. I did. So I don't remember how we do scoring on lightning round. You got five, I got three. So you get five, I get three. So that what makes them at what? Eight to six? Eight to six, that is correct, sir. Alright. Eight to six. My my waterproof paper from the navy is almost out of pages that's that sucks the waterproof paper is so awesome or it's a cool idea in theory but i always worry about it raining inside of my house and if we run out of paper i'm not sure what i'm gonna do on the podcast that would be very problematic to say the least yeah for sure um i don't even know what to do with myself at this moment so understandable Mm. well I was ahead of you all last season and managed to pull out the win. So you pulling ahead by two points in this episode is is, is very concerning. I'm going to crush you this season. To- complete and total. I am going to go Darth Nihilus on you. I am going to force strain you. And then I'm going to annihilate you. It is going to be amazing. You're already, I, you're already debuffed. I, I just need to, to finish you. Uh, yeah. Mortal I've got help style. down. My cooldowns are up. Things are. Lo- I'm on my heels right now. Exactly. Just wait. So, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> I like the. Uh, I like what it says. Let me go back to the trivia. The trivia okay. page here. The theme next week is oh probably going to be about the new updates. All right. So there you go. Interesting. Whatever the new updates are next week, they're probably going to be about that. So very exciting. I already know what to study. Cool. Well, uh, I'll be studying mods. Mods. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mods. All right. Um, Yeah, so there it is. Um, That pretty much wraps up for this podcast. Wow. Let's talk about ways to support the podcast. That is a great idea. Because we have not done that yet. So I want to throw them out there just for the... See, here's the thing. If you made it this far, you probably like what we're doing here. Because... Heaven forbid you spend two hours hating us and listening this far. So I have a feeling that you like what's happening here. So if you are interested in supporting the Shattered Order podcast and you are sitting here right now on Twitch or you are listening at home, there are two options. Odds are if you're watching us, you're on Twitch. If you have Amazon Prime, you get a free, free, you don't even have to spend any money, subscription on Twitch to any channel of your choice. If you were to link your Amazon Prime to your Twitch account and sub to this podcast, we would appreciate it very much. It would be free to you, but it would give us money and help us to continue to make the best shows and episodes that we can. So if you can possibly do that, we would appreciate it. That's true. Other than that, if you're listening on uh, any podcatcher that you like to listen to this podcast, 
Head on over to patreon.com slash shattered order. We got a lot of different tiers there from $2 to $20 to whatever you decide you want to give. It doesn't matter. You make the decision. Um, if you want to check that out, patreon.com slash shattered order. And we do have, I was going to say buffs. I I, I guess they're buffs. (laughs) What do they call them? Gifts? I don't know. There are rewards. That's the word. There are rewards for every level in Patreon. And that includes, which you've probably heard on this podcast, gift cards for both our Twitch and Patreon, uh, supporters so if you are interested in supporting us there it it does pay to be a supporter in fact literally we are mid-july which means we're 20th of july which means me and winker had to have to figure out something for next week to give away a blue yeti microphone or lola headphone next week so next week giveaway we'll figure out what we're gonna do for that and we will let you know either in podcast chat or here at the beginning of the show. But if you think you might want to know before the show, you should probably join our Discord. True. Go to discord.me slash shattered order. Over 600 people in there. Really cool people. Every single one of them. Good Love stuff. our Discord. I spend all day in there. Literally all day. I do not sleep because I work That's nights. That's not healthy. So I am literally in there. Probably not. I mean, <laughs> look at me. I got bags under my eyes. I'm sweating profusely. Maybe I'm not healthy. Who knows? But I am in there all day and night, pretty much all the time. So if you want to chat, I am always around to hang out and shoot the breeze with anyone. So go check that out. That is that. What else do we have? Uh, Another thing, Uh, all you Amazon Prime people, make sure you go get your free Thrawn book if you want that. And don't forget, uh, they have the promotion for Audible. you know, four ninety nine a month for three months. If you are an Amazon Prime member, go check that out. Uh, use our link on the Shattered Order website. If you go purchase your Amazon products, they don't cost you anything. Just go click on it, then go buy your stuff. And it really helps out the show. And the other thing with that is, like you said, the, uh, the Twitch. And um, yeah, so we love you, Amazon Prime people. Just make sure you go to audibletrial.com slash Shattered Order and get that Thrawn book because that's going to be a fun experiment. We've got two more things. Number one, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash shattered order. Is it shattered order or is it the shattered? For wh- it's right here on the notes. It's right here on the twitter.com slash shattered order. There it is. We got we just recently hit 400 followers. It's really great wow. to just keep Crazy. that growing. I know. Like it seems like we have so many listeners, but none of them are on Twitter. So we finally hit 400. It's nice to yeah, see those people true. there. Love to chat with people there. It's awesome. Go join that. And the last thing is, if you want to submit a listener intro or just provide feedback to the show, send it to theshatteredorder at gmail.com. Or now that I've said all of that, at at 480 something something. You got the number? He's got the number. I it's, see in it the, in his face. it's in the show notes because <laughs> I don't have it. It'll be in the show notes. Just check the show notes. Okay. I was like, I don't see it. All right. Let them have it. And we will chat with you guys next week. Wait, wait. Do what? Okay. I thought you were going to give them the phone no, number. So I'm waiting for notes. it. I'm waiting for it. In the show it's in the, notes. It's in the show the notes. The phone number's in the show notes. All right, guys. There you go. So, and, all right, guys. That's <laughs> it for us. Thanks for hanging out. It's been an awesome episode. We had a lot of fun. And next week, we will hit you up with all kinds of new information, hopefully. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think 
at least we'll see some stuff happen with mods, and we all know we like to talk about mods here, so there's that. Until next week, we will catch you on the flip side. Later!